to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I'm Denise and we've been talking this year just about lots of emotions, uh, whether they're good, they're bad, they're ugly. That can happen too. Might have been ugly. Um, Might have been fugly, okay? (laughs) And uh, just the things that, you know, our everyday life and what we're going through. And I'm really fortunate that I have really found a path through some personal coaching, through therapy, through devotional, and just finding a closer relationship with Jesus that you can find a release for these emotions if you just learn to trust and have faith. And there are some other ways too. People are like, Denise, I... You know, I understand there are people who are not spiritually connected um, in and there are people who are spiritually connected on a level levels way higher than I am. I'm a novice at this whole devotional spirituality thing, but I just know that since I have started on this path, my life has gotten so much better. So there's something to this, right? It's all about, you know, I did find, you know, peace and sort out things with my inner child from, you know, when my youth and all of that, um, just finding confidence in yourself and learning how to navigate through your daily emotions, because it's just that it's just something that happened for the day. And when the day's over, we really should just let it go. So I was, uh, this is going to be on YouTube as well. Um, so for those of you who are listening who aren't aware, I will be having the full recording um, of some before uh, behind the scenes and some chit chat um, that is not listed on the the podcast itself. So there's that. So go over to YouTube and do the subscribe and like and all that kind of stuff. Smash the whatever. I don't know. Anyway, here we go. The quote that really inspired me this week was posted by um, Lauren Fortenberry, and this is what it said. And she didn't let the emotions of the day empty her. God would fill her with strength. God would guide her back to his promises. And this, what really stood out to me was, and she didn't let the emotions of the day empty her. Because I feel like I've been having some serious days, but... In all honesty, I have really tried to take, and I'm really focusing on it now. See, when you focus the concentration on it, it's like a whole nother ballpark. But I am really trying to be in that other ballpark and focus all of my strength and concentration on taking what was not the emotions that I wanted during that day and leave them to my devotional in some way, shape, or form. I wanted to be able to um, just be able to let go. And so there is a way that you can deal with your emotions on a daily basis. Some days there's going to be like, you know, insanity. And some days it's just like perfect. But 
we need to understand that it's okay to embrace the crappy days. It is, it's okay as long as you let them go at the end of the day. Let them go. You got to release that. And for me, you know, um, I use primarily spirituality. And then we also just recently as a family did a family charter. Okay, so we had started doing family meetings and then that just totally went to the wayside as usual. Um, but this time we're not doing that. We did a family charter and um, I got the, um, the idea from one of Peter's teachers at his co-op, Dr. Cheryl Peterson. And she does his ideas in his STEAM class. And let me tell you, um, she has some stuff out, some books, so go check that out. And um, doc, at Dr. Cheryl Peterson, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So go follow her. I, she probably doesn't even, I didn't even know I was going to shout her out, so there's that, but I love her. Anyway, she um, came up with this idea in his homework about a family charter for the, or, or well, it said family charter on the for, form, but it was for the charter for their class on how they want to feel within her class. And so one of the things that um, she did was uh, go through the, the different feelings. Uh, so self-control, uh, faithfulness, gratefulness, gratitude, love, you know, those kind of things. How do you want to feel in that class? And then they all putting together like this little banner and they're going to put it on the class so that that is their family's charter. I should have brought mine in and I did not, but we did one where we all wrote down, yeah, Peter wrote down five things and then myself and Mr. Sith, we wrote down eight things a piece. And we wound up coming and narrowing them down and condensing the list as we discussed it all, that it would wind up being um, five things on our list. And a lot of it intermingled. We had a lot of the same things. And, and Pete came up with some great ones, like some great, I mean, he like called himself out on stuff. Like he called himself out on self-control and I should have called myself out on self-control, but I didn't, uh, but I did. I agreed with him and I added that to my list. So there's that. Um, but I thought that was really mindful of him um, that he is really thinking it through because we all have our days, right? But at the end of the day, don't let your emotions empty you. Okay, it's a new day. At the end of the day, drop them in a trash can. Unless they were good, right? But for me, it's joy, love, and gratitude that I want, I almost forgot, that I want to feel every day. Those are the things that I, that I really want to, to feel every day. I want to live a life joyfully, gratefully, and with love. And so these things on our family charter are on we all signed it and we hung it on the kitchen cabinet because that's where we're always looking so it's where the tablets and all the chargers are because <laughs> that's where everybody's gonna look uh phones and chargers and tablets and i think it was a really good idea because we all decided too that we wanted to do more things together so although i may be doing like an ebook and peter is watching some show and you know mr sith is playing a game on his phone or something, we're all in this living room, we realize that although we're not doing, we're not really, we're together, we're not together, we want to be more together as a family. And uh, Peter came up with this awesome idea that he wanted to do puzzles. So that's actually what we're going to do tonight. 
Um, he's off on um, another drum lesson. And uh, and then we're going to come home and do, um, I think, a donut puzzle. It's a bunch of donuts. That should be fun. But it, where is this leading, right, this charter? And the charter, it, it, it's leading to, it's about emotions. We wanted to know what emotions and how we wanted to feel within our own house. And to feel respected, to feel heard, right? To know that you have self-control, to feel loved, to be faithful, to know that under this house, there is strong faith. And we have more, but I can't remember. And that is something that is a really kind of started was the trigger for me that, man, like we can all do this and it could be more than just me trying to do work. Because if, in all honesty, and I've talked about this in some of the old podcasts, if you are doing like self-help work and doing uh, self-motivation, self-development, and you are the only person in your house doing it, there is going to come a time when you are in a stagnant place you're climbing the ladder and all of a sudden, no matter how many times you're reaching forward, there's nothing there to grab. And it's because you're holding everyone else in your household underneath you. So there has to be a family discussion. There has to be a sit down with the spouse. If you have kids in the household, they have to be you know, involved. And let me tell you, you'd be surprised. Don't ever think your kid's too young to be involved. Peter helps us with our uh, our vision board. He helps us with this, uh, the charter that we did. Uh, we ask him what his beliefs are, what to do about money, what, you know, we can't do that this week. Cause you either want your, you know, membership to urban air, or you want to do this. It's not both. Right. Um, cause that's not how life is. And I don't want him to go out in the real world and be disappointed. And then, you know, and so if we start talking about emotions and feelings now, and know that at the end of the day, if they didn't, they didn't produce, you didn't produce the emotions that you wanted. Because the emotions, how you deal with each day is not about what the day is doing to yourself. And we've talked about this in the last podcast. It's not about what the day is doing to you. It's about how you are responding to the day. If you are flying off the handle, like me, okay, it wasn't because the day did something to me. It was because I just did not have a grasp of my emotions in that moment and I let it go. And at the end of the day, I need to let that go. And that's like super important because you you just can't carry that around with you. So I want everybody to first know that the one, the first thing that I learned is that it's okay to be emotional. I don't like when I'm told, don't do that. Like, oh my God, I can't, yeah. growing up, don't cry. And I catch myself telling Peter that all the time. And I try to stop because that was how I was conditioned. So it's all part of the process. When I catch myself, I'm just like, go ahead. If you want to cry, cry, right? Nope, nope, Denise, it's okay. He can cry, okay? Because he's very emotional like I am, like super emotional. So I know he's, there's some girl out there. I'm putting him in shape, gal. I'm putting his future wife, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to mold this boy, but he is emotional and I want him to be, to understand he doesn't have to fly off the handle. Um, if he sees me do that, he's going to think it's okay and it's not okay. So that's why it's super important that we get control of that. But for me, at least in my family to get control of that. 
So I found um, that you need to acknowledge them, right? Take a look at the impact of your emotions, right? So in the moment, right, if you're having them, my big blowout last week that I talked about on Coffee Talk, um, it, you know, I'm telling you, I saw it. I was talking to my therapist about it and I was telling her how I saw it happening and escalating in my mind while it was happening yet I still couldn't stop it. It was so out of control. I almost felt like I didn't want to step in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to be like, oh, hey, I don't want to be, um, I don't even want to touch that girl right now. It's going to be crazy. I don't even want to go there. And um, I don't know if this is filming right now. I was filming the thing, but if it's not, it'll be a little preview and there's that. So, I don't like that we that we were told or anybody tells somebody not to feel their emotions because intense emotions are not all bad, right? They're not all bad, but they it's perfectly normal to experience some of the emotions, right? Um, to emotions overwhelm on occasion, right? When something wonderful happens, when something terrible happens, when you feel like you've missed out, um, and it's emotions make our lives exciting, right? Unique, uh, vibrant. Okay, they signify that we're embracing life fully, right? Not that we're repressing our natural reactions, but if they are the wrong emotions, it could be a problem, right? Emotions that get out of hand lead to, you know, relationship, friend conflict, uh, trouble at work, trouble at school. I hit both. Um, difficulty relating to others, right? Because if you're having trouble controlling the emotions, I immediately put myself in victim mode. So of course, then nobody wants to admit, but that's what's happening. Um, an urge to use substances to help manage your emotions, right? You're so overwhelmed. I just need a drink. I just need a hit. I just need a tap. I don't even know what that is. I made up tap. I didn't, I wasn't, I never did. Like, I didn't do drugs. I was just a bad drinker. Um, physical, emotional outbursts. Me, that's me. Physical, emotional outbursts. That's me, big time. So it, I don't understand. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Um, but we'll go more into this. So it, basically, you just need to find time to take stock of just how to, your uncontrolled emotions are affecting your day-to-day -day life, right? So it's okay to feel your emotions. You just need to make sure that um, if you're keeping check of the uncontrolled emotions and if they are affecting your day-to-day -day life, that kind of makes it easier to identify the problem areas and like, also track your successes, right? If you're working on it. So um, before we jump into the rest of the podcast, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor and we'll be right back. Today's episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos is sponsored by Reclaimed. Reclaimed is a one-man brand from Chicago, Illinois. 
specializing in handmade commercial and residential furniture and fixtures. The man behind the brand is Brian McQuaid, and the soul of his business is anchored in his handmade wood art pieces. Don't think that these pieces are just ordinary furniture and fixtures. These pieces were founded under the notion that art should be affordable to everyone. Each piece is custom designed and crafted with everything he's got, which means you're not getting a plain big box item made in mass, but a personalized, meaningful work of art that will bring compliments from whoever sees your reclaimed piece and joy with you seeing and using your piece daily. Not a single person, I will tell you, walks into my office without asking me about my reclaimed desk and end table. And they can't hang their coats without asking me where I got the cool railroad spike wall coat rack either. Brian's talents go far beyond dust tables and coat racks. Personalized hearts, jewelry boxes, flags, special occasions. It's art, folks. So the possibilities are pretty much endless. You don't have to take my word for it. You can check out the beautiful art of Reclaimed at www.reclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Again, that's www.reclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Or check out and follow them on Instagram at Breclaimed, B-R-E-C-L-A-I-M-E-D. Hello, hello, hello. This is Denise, and we're back finishing up the second part of Finding Calm in the Chaos podcast. Welcome back, and happy Wednesday. Um, So just kind of talking about emotions, right? We just kind of recap the quote, and she didn't let the emotions of the day empty her. God would fill her through. uh, God would fill her with strength, and God would guide her back to his promises, and Boy, that really just hit me, right? That she didn't let the emotions of the day empty her. And it really just got me thinking and writing stuff down. And and I'm like, this is a great topic because everyone is talking about how stressed they are. And it's just 2023. And it's not 2023. It's us. It's how we are responding to the trials and the tribulations around us how how we are responding remember because they'll always tell you it doesn't matter what you say or what people say the only thing you can control is your response in life whether it is an emotion or words or whatever you can only control your emotions and your response and what you say when anybody else says that's on them right it's none of your business don't worry about it right um, but you know, just how to deal with these emotions there. It's okay to feel the emotions as long as you keep them in check and you understand that at the end of the day, they're not leading to a problem, which we talked about just before the break. And that, you know, if they are leading to a problem, you, you need to address that. But at the end of the day, check them at the door, just like literally file them away and start again tomorrow. And I'm using this because I need to. I can't I can't carry healthily. I can't carry that kind of anger or stress or emotion or anxiety or grief or anything 
every day and then just compound it day upon day upon day. It's just too much. And we wonder why we become overwhelmed and why we're freaking out. And it's because we're not checking our emotional baggage at the door at the end of the day. Check that baggage, leave it in storage. Okay. Forget about it. Right. Um, we want, and again, right. We're aiming for regulation, right? We want to regulate our feelings, not repress them. You can't control your emotions with a dial. God, if it was that easy, that would be awesome. But imagine a, for a moment, like you could manage your emotions with a dial. You wouldn't want to just leave them running at maximum all day. Yeah, I'm just going to throw my emotions on 10 and go with it full time, right? But you also don't want to turn them off, right? You're just like on off. What's that doing? How are you living life then, right? Because when you're suppressing or repressing emotions, you're preventing yourself from experiencing and expressing feelings, right? Which means that you're not living life. And this can happen consciously, right? Suppression or unconsciously repression. I didn't know if you knew the difference. I didn't until I took a note. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> uh, don't make myself smarter than I need to be. Either way. Um, so e either way, okay, repression or suppression, you can contribute to mental and physical health symptoms, right? Anxiety, depression, sleep issues. Now I have multiple sleep issues, but you know, this probably wasn't helping, right? Muscle tension and pain, but you know, when you have autoimmune like me, probably don't want extra muscle tension and pain. Managing stress. What does stress do with people with autoimmune? Duh, Denise, right? And again, it gets you substance abuse issues again. And, you know, I don't drink. I don't drink because my dad's an alcoholic. And I'm the child of an alcoholic. And when I drank when I was younger, I was an alcoholic. So I don't drink. I don't know how to drink. I don't drink, period. I don't like wine. I don't like any of that. I used to literally just drink like whiskey, car bombs. Whiskey and car bombs. And I didn't, and I did like my beer was like Guinness. So it was like all like heavy I, I just can't even imagine. Just the, just the smell of it now makes me like want to gag. But when you learn to exercise control over your emotions, make sure you just aren't sweeping them under the rug, right? Because healthy emotional expression involves finding balance between overwhelming emotions and no emotions at all. You got to find that happy medium. And so when you check your bag at the door at the end of the day, and you leave the feelings that you had for that day. If they were shitty feelings, then you say, you know what? I forgive you, Denise. You had a rough day. You blew it. You didn't manage it. It's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. Put them feelings and all that garbage in a bag. Put it in a storage room and shut the damn door. New day tomorrow. Good luck sleeping. Pat yourself on the back. Here we go. That's what you got to do. And you need to identify what you're feeling. See, so for me, I was really breaking it down. So if you've heard me talk, if you're listening this month, you will see that I'm really talking about identifying what I'm feeling and why. I'm talking to my therapist. I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to Mr. Sith. I'm talking to my friends. I want to make sure, right, that I'm taking a moment to check in with myself about my mood also. Because that can help you gain control. 
it can help you start taking the control back. Because obviously, if we are not checking our bags and we're out of control during the day, um, it's going to just snowball. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. And then that's when you see those posts on Facebook about how, you know, could things just be any better? This month is horrible. You know, well, check your damn bags. You got this. Forgive yourself. Don't worry about it. Life is not that bad. There's always something worse going on. And I used to like, I don't understand how people are like, just, I've never been a poor me kind of person. I always knew no matter everything that I've been through that somebody's had it worse and I've had it pretty worse. <laughs> not going to lie. Um, but there are people who've had it worse and there's a lot of people who have it worse or couldn't even get through my worst. I'm somebody's worst too, right? Somebody could be like, oh, my life stinks. And then I tell them a little story about mine and they're like, oh, that stinks. Yeah, I feel a lot better, thanks. That's that's worse, Denise. So that's why I talk about your stuff. Don't try to repress stuff. You know, I always talk about my past, things I've been through, mistakes I've made, because I'm human. People who walk around and they think that like they're, their nose is all shiny and hasn't been in any trouble. Those are the people you got to worry about. Those are the people that scare me. Are the ones that walk around holy, holier than thou. And like, they'll be judging everybody based on their history. Never base people like do any judgment on people from their history. Um, now I'm not talking about like, you know, crazy stuff. I'm just saying, right. Um, that's kind of like a duh, but you know, do that. But identify, identify what you're feeling. You have to know, right? Let's just say, uh, you know, me and Mr. Sith, we've been trying to plan a, a dinner. Okay. We don't have time. I told him, Hey, can we do this? He's like, I don't know. I don't think we can, but we're just like super busy. When are we going to five time? Then we got to find a sitter for Pete. Now we need a sitter for the dog buster, right? And I get upset, right? I don't think, right? I get out, was totally upset. I'm like, come on now. That's a bunch of BS. I need time. Why can't we just have a date night? Right? Sometimes I say, why can't we have a date night with somebody else? I saw something on Facebook. She was like with her husband. That's envy too. That'll get you too. All the people who post all the pretty stuff they do. And they don't talk about like, you know, they went to dinner with their husband because they just fought for three months straight. And they finally had one nice dinner. <laughs> Not joking, right? You don't know. They don't ever post about their husband. Then all of a sudden, like they're posting that all this stuff that happened. Blah, 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 blah. I talk about Mr. Sith all the time. He's horrible at gifts. But when he does gift, it's either it's hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? But when he does gift, it's always like, wow. Wow. Like, I can't even believe like you thought of this. This is so thoughtful. It's ridiculous. And then sometimes he gives me something and I'm like, why do, do you even know me at all? <laughs> I don't know. See, I'm a good gift giver. So I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying he's not the greatest. There's that, right? But when you go into those moments where you're mad at someone else about your emotions, right? You need to, or any situation, you need to identify what you're feeling you need to know, like, what am I feeling right now? Am I disappointed? Am I pissed? Am I confused? Am I sad? 
What happened to make me feel this way? Well, Mr. Sith told me that we couldn't go to dinner. Just us. Couldn't have a date night. Not this month. We don't have time. Right? And, you know, we could always make time. Period. Right? Does the situation have a different explanation? That might make sense. Right? Maybe he's working like double time because they're working on a special project at work. True story. And that's why he can't go because he's going to be working days and nights working on this stuff. You know, what do I want to do about these feelings? I'm pretty mad. I want to tell him he's full of it. Is there a better way of coping with them? Yeah. Be like, you know what? Thanks. I'm sorry you got a double working month, but you know, I'm really thankful that most of the months you're just home working remotely or just doing a couple hours at the office. And I appreciate that. Right. When you consider the possible alternatives, right, you're kind of reframing your thoughts. When you start asking your the questions, right, you ask yourself, which can help you modify that, like the first, like super extreme reaction. Right. And it can take some time. But if you keep doing that question response, um, like just like anything with practice, if you go through those same steps in your head, it's easier and effect actually becomes more effective over time. Um, uh, and again, accept your emotions, all of them. Okay. Good and bad. If you're trying to get better at managing your emotions, right. You gotta like try to downplay your feelings to yourself. You do that. I'm not saying that's good, but when you're hyperventilating after receiving good news or you collapse on the floor and you're, you're freaking out cause you can't drink that cup of coffee uh, because you've heated up nine times already, it might seem helpful to tell yourself, like, just calm down, Denise. It's not a big deal, okay? Don't freak out. You're going to live. It's a cup of coffee. Okay, it's a cup of coffee. But this invalidates your experience, right? Here's me. Okay, I want that cup of coffee. I like coffee. I want a freaking cup of coffee, and I want to drink it hot, the first time I make it because it's a big deal to me. And so I accept that emotion and I want to be comfortable. And so I need to just relax. I'm going to have a cup of coffee. Okay. I like drinking coffee, but I don't need to fly off the handle every time. Okay. You have to practice controlling them. Good and bad. I've seen people have reactions to good things and it's a little bizarre. Do you ever have somebody like, you know, here's me. Perfect example, game shows. They call their name, you know, on whatever game show. And they're like, rah, 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 and they're running down the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I love you. And I'm like, that's really weird. Like, get it, oh, ew. I, and it, literally, I'm always like, I could never be on a game show. Because I would never do that. I would just be like, hey, you called my name. Awesome. Walk down there. If they're looking for somebody that's screaming and being crazy with like matching clothes and and I love you host name here, uh, it's not gonna happen. Just saying. <laughs> it, but listen, accepting emotions will lead to a greater life satisfaction and fewer mental health issues. Right? When you're thinking of your emotions as helpful. 
it can lead to a higher level of happiness. So embrace your emotion, accept the emotion, understand why you have it, acknowledge it, and then at the end of the day, check the bag. Simple as that. I know some people keep journals, you know, lots of people say keep a mood journal. I'm a thing about, you know, I, I'm they're good, right? If you're trying to type it up, you can even put it on your phone, I guess, right? Just kind of writing down or putting in your phone notes about your feelings and the responses they trigger. Um, it, it could probably help you really try to find disruptive patterns. I personally just don't like to write things down. I come from uh, the city of Chicago where like when we were in high school and growing up, if you didn't want anybody to know what you were doing, you certainly didn't write it down. <laughs> and if you did, you burned it. I'm just saying. A little too paranoid for that. I grew up in a different world, so there's that. Um, but because sometimes, literally, if you find the disruptive, if you do are doing a journal, it, it is enough to mentally trace emotions back through your thoughts it, because you have it all right. You have them all on paper and you can reflect on them a little bit more deeply if you want to go back and it's something that's been plaguing you for a while, right? It'll help you recognize when certain circumstances like work or family, wherever you are, right, are contributing to your harder control emotions. You'll be able to narrow and, and find that trigger point easier. And, you know, if you're journaling them, it's going to provide you with the most benefit if you're doing it daily, right? But then you got to keep your journal with you so, I mean, for me, like I said, if it's on your phone, it's probably a different thing, but you know, um, for me, it's take a deep breath, right? There's uh, a lot to be said for the power of just a nice, deep breath, whether you're ridiculously happy or like uh, ridiculously, insanely angry that you can't even speak, uh, just slow down, pay attention to your breath. Um, it's not going to make the emotions go away right? Because that's not the goal. You want to feel the emotions and you want to know where they're coming from. But the deep breathing will help you ground yourself and take a step back from the intense, like, you know, uh, dynamite explosion of emotion and will kind of help an extreme reaction that you want to avoid. This is probably what I should have done the other day um, when I broke my own bottle. I didn't like physically pick it up myself. But in my anger, I put, if you didn't listen to coffee talk, listen to coffee talk. But I pushed my chair in to the table hard. Um, and that made my life factory bottle like fall and roll, slowly roll off the table. It was like in slow motion, slowly roll off the table, drop onto the floor and then shatter. I'm like, yay. So breathe in slowly, hold it and breathe out right? Some people have like a mantra. I don't do that, but like, I don't know. I'm calm. I am calm. I don't know. Sometimes I say, this isn't me. This isn't me. This isn't me. Um, <laughs> and then there's a little voice in my head saying, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, you know, I guess uh, no one to express yourself, right? There's a time and a place for everything, you know, including emotions, Sobbing uncontrollably, you know, it's a pretty common response to losing people, for example, you know, screaming, punching your pillow. I don't know. That could be like relieving some anger, right? Tension. I've never punched a pillow. That would be kind of weird. Um, I'd punch a punching bag, though. I'd probably hurt myself now. <laughs> so my 
<laughs> I'd punch the punching bag and I'd like my whole hand would be like falling off. Um, but other situations, like seriously, like situations call for restraint. So no matter how frustrated you are, like screaming, like at your boss, right? Over something you didn't agree with, that's not going to help. Um, certainly not. Uh, screaming in front of your kids, that's not going to help. Um, you know, we've all been there. I'm not saying I've never done it. I have. And the little sweetie heart will be like, you know, mommy, are you calm now? I want you to have a better day. And he makes me feel so good. And then I feel like poop because I exploded and he was in the room. But I will tell you, I'm so glad that I'm doing these practices now to make them few and far between because before he was born, <clears throat> I was insane with like not even managing my emotions. So I can't even imagine having a child during that time. Um, and just be mindful of your surroundings and the situation. And that can help you learn when it's okay to let your feelings out and when you might want to sit with them for a moment, right? And be like, yeah, let's not just flip out right now. Let's give it a moment, right? Um, give yourself some space. Just, just give yourself distance from the intense feelings can help you make sure that you're reacting to them in a reasonable way, right? Uh, the distance could be physical, right? You leave an upsetting situation. So sometimes like if there is a situation that aggravates me and we're in the family room, I will just physically get up because I need to walk away because something stupid was said or it triggered me in some way and I'll get up and just go upstairs and everybody knows not to follow me, right? Um, but, you know, you could create mental distancing just by distracting yourself as well. So, like, obviously you can't walk out of your work or you're going to get fired. But, you know, think of something. Put on, you know, something on your desk. Put in an earbud and start listening to something. Start deep breathing in the bathroom. Hey, it is what it is, right? You just don't want to block or avoid your feelings entirely because it's not harmful to distract yourself until you're in a better place to deal with them, right? You just want to make sure that you do come back to your feelings, right? The health, the distractions are healthy if they're temporary, right? Uh, again, take a walk, a funny video while you're on the toilet at work because you like had to go there because, you know, you're in a cubicle. Uh, call someone, you know, pets. Pets are amazing. Spend time with your pets. Take a walk with your pets. There you go. That would be awesome. Um, and of course, like, meditation you can do meditation again we've talked about this i have trouble meditating but i love to visualize stuff so sometimes i'll just do that or the peloton that kind of thing but meditation actually can help you increase your awareness of all your feelings and experiences because when you're meditating you're teaching yourself to sit with those feelings right um to notice them without judging yourself uh, um or to change them right or make them to go away you're you're actually recognizing them um so if you're learning to accept your emotions and you're a meditator, uh, this could make your like regulation a lot easier for sure, right? It's going to help you increase those acceptance, acceptance. I can't even talk today. Acceptance skills. Acceptance. Jeez Louise. Um, but uh, and, and it's going to help you sleep, obviously. Um, I've been doing the devotional. Again, I've mentioned that a few times now that I'm doing the devotional in the morning and then again at night because it has been helping me sleep. And I've been getting five hours now of since I've been doing that. And that's huge for me. I know a lot of people are like, what? But five hours is huge for me. Uh, and just stay on top of your stress, peeps. Uh, when you're under a lot of stress, uh, managing emotions is like poop. 
it, it's just difficult, right? Um, even people who generally can control their emotions can find it obviously more difficult when you're, you know, high tension and stress situation, you know, reducing stress, finding helpful ways to management. Those are how you make your emotions become more manageable, right? Um, mindfulness practices, meditation, um, that also helps with stress too. Um, I sit and just do like a visualization. You could use YouTube has some great walkthrough visualizations. Um, they're not going to get rid of it, but they help make life easier to live with them, right? Um, getting enough sleep. We mentioned that, uh, making time to talk and laugh with friends. I'm really working on that. I really am exercise. Not everybody exercises, but again, I love my Peloton and I walk up and down the stairs enough during the day. I wish I could just sit during the day sometimes. Um, spending time in nature. Um, I'm going to do that more. Of course, it's hard. I'm hoping to heal my ankle and foot by then. Right now, I can't even find shoes that fit, but I'm going with it. I'm, I've been trying on. I'm literally making like my third return on a pair of shoes. They're like handmade and they're leather. I don't care if you're vegan. I, I got to find shoes that stretch and work around my feet and that fit my insole, uh, my arch support. So I got my arch support in my one shoe and it's just finding what's, what's the problem now is I'm having to wear a bigger size than my normal shoe size just because of lupus, right? My feet are bigger. Then on one of my feet, I had a fallen arch. So I always put something on there. Now the foot that's had surgery because it was more swollen than the good foot is even more swollen. So it fits my right foot, these larger sizes, but they're not fitting the surgical foot. I'm working on it. Again, these are all things, you know, that I'm working through. Um, and I guess you could, to me, and I'm going to like, literally, I think everyone should do this, but if you are struggling with emotions like I had for so long, I totally recommend talking to a therapist because if your emotions are continuing to feel overwhelming on a daily basis, it's time to seek professional support. Um, you can listen to all the podcasts in the world, but sometimes a good therapist will just help walk you through it. And you really do have to find a rapport with them. I've been seeing the same therapist for, I think we're going on six years now and I see her weekly and sometimes it's just, even if there's nothing going on, just talking to her is all that it just makes a world of difference to speak to someone that has their own opinion, but knows you and knows what your issues are to help you find a way to keep your emotions in check. Um, long-term or like persistent emotional, like just off dysregulation, right? Mood swings. Those are linked to certain mental health conditions, right? Um, like seriously, bipolar depression, um, borderline personality disorder. These are things like, I'm not a therapist, but those are things that are truly connected to like persistent emotional swings and stuff. So why bother like suffering like that when you can find medication and a proper therapy that could help you live with those more controlled, right? Um, and trouble controlling emotions can, you can actually um, have issues because of past issues, right? That didn't come out right. So trouble controlling emotions, like for me, that related to trauma. Trauma from family, 
uh, childhood. And so these underlying concerns, those are things that need to be worked out with a therapist. Okay. Um, they will help you walk through that because, you know, they're compassionate, it's judgment free and, and they're there to support you, right? They're going to explore, um, factors contributing to those emotions. They're going to address your mood swings, you know, the severity of them. You're going to learn how to downregulate intense feelings and upregulated limited emotional expression. I feel like I'm a therapist and um, just kind of practice challenging and like readjusting or reframing feelings that cause distress because mood swings just in self and intense emotions. Like I would feel on a regular basis, like my little outburst that I had last week, I felt in the past like that every day. And that provokes negative and unwanted thoughts. It could trigger feelings of hopelessness, despair, severe depression, right? And that could lead to some serious things like, you know, self-harm, suicide. And so you really need to get a therapist then. So if it's happening on a regular basis, like mine was, I had a rage diagnosis, postpartum. So that's something that I knew I couldn't deal with on my own. But just being able to address the feelings and understanding that it's okay to feel everyone has emotions. You're responsible for how you control your emotions. Nobody caused them. Nobody made you, nobody drove you to it. You are responsible for your behavior. It's okay to feel that way. We're all human. We break down. We have issues. But at the end of the day, I know from now on, I'm checking the emotion bag and I'm starting fresh. I don't want any luggage. And if I need, if the following day, somebody starts handing me a wallet and a handbag and a fanny pack, it, what do they call them now? Rump packs, rump bags or something, rump sacks. Um, and it, if again, I have like, you know, a small like carry on by the end of the day, I'm going to check it again and I'm going to start again the next day. Until every morning, I'm going to condition myself to know that the only thing that I want to regulate or uh, allow myself freely is living a life with love, gratitude, and joy. And all the other negative emotions come with daily life and daily living, and I will allow myself to feel them, but in check. I'm going to, you know, regulated. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to check them and I'm going to start new so that I can feel again with a new day of love, gratitude, and joy. And that's what I got today. I hope that helps you. Um, I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Please make sure that you get to YouTube um, and start subscribing once we get through We've been recording um, multiple episodes, but obviously we're still working on programs and 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 everything. And we also have to be face uh, YouTube compliant, so we need to make sure that we're doing everything the right way. So um, the next, I would say, like by March, we should have it all worked out, and we'll be having every episode um, recorded on YouTube with a video. And so, and we'll be having some fun and obviously behind the scenes stuff. So I don't know if this video will make it to YouTube, but if it does, now, you know, hit the subscribe, smash the like button, 
And until next time, for all my listening readers, lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness. Kindness.